0: My Karibu. goddess, it is you. Welcome. I Allow cannot me to reintroduce believe myself. it. It is I, the goddess queen, Jamila Asata Aset. and we are back. <sighs> Karibu, welcome. We are back for season three of Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast. I am your host, the one, the only, Goddess Queen, Jamila Asata Oset, And you are in for a very, very, very magical season three. So strap up your seatbelt, grab your water, and get ready for this ride. Let's go. You are now listening to... Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast, brought to you by freethefeminine.com. So episode one of this three-part series was absolutely amazing. Queen Esther is a ball of light, and we absolutely love her educating us and teaching us about the moon. But if you want to catch this interview in full without any stops and you don't want to wait, from part one to part two to part three, you can go over to our YouTube page right now. Our YouTube page is the Sacred Feminine Community. You can type in my name on YouTube, Jamila Asata Osset, and you'll see my YouTube page. If you are not already subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Click the subscribe button, and you can search down and find this particular podcast interview. That way you can actually see... Myself and Queen Esther and our amazing, amazing, amazing conversation for this particular episode. So this is part two. Go ahead and strap your seatbelt in and enjoy. Peace. And it's a it's important to um, to acknowledge all of these different things because it is the current state. Of the society that we're living in, where uh, that role has been diminished. If we didn't have that diminishing of this role, I wouldn't need to have created Rise of the Divine Feminine podcast. We we, we wouldn't have to have these conversations. You know, there's so many women who have been disconnected from themselves and really attached to this Western hustle and bustle type of culture that has caused. Uh, indefinite damage. It's caused a lot of damage, not just to themselves, but to the structure of the family. Because as you have um, stated, we are the the base for our family network, for the whole entire web that represents the family. So the question uh, that I have is, Peace and greetings. It is goddess queen Jamila Asata said What a mouthful. If you are not already following me on Instagram, you are missing out. I want you to stop what you're doing, literally stop what you're doing. If you're washing dishes, if you are driving your car, whatever it is, stop what you're doing and immediately go over to Instagram right now. I mean right now and go ahead and add me. There's a high likelihood that I'm going to add you back or message you. So don't be alarmed. I am a real person, so I am going to interact with you and probably communicate Kate, if you message me, I'm definitely going to message you back. But go ahead and go to Instagram right now. Type in my name. I am Goddess Queen underscore J A H A S T. That is Goddess Queen underscore J A H A S T. If you message me right now, I'm going to send you a little gift for coming over and introducing yourself. So just mention Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast and let's start our journey to getting to know each other, sis. Can't wait to see you on IG. Peace. When it comes to these terminologies that you're using, you mentioned um, flow, you mentioned alignment. Um, Can you give examples of how you see your life improve or alter or evolve uh, once implementing this
1: aspect of nature into your your Mm day-to-day and i was just keeping it basic it's like when you're in alignment and you get to the bank and they say you're just in time you get to the Mm -hmm. airport you just made the flight you know Mm -hmm. you walk there you meet somebody that you needed to meet you're just there when everything is just working without you struggling right you just need to be when you need to be there Mm and in an adverse situation you just missed the bus the flight just left you just you understand what I'm saying? The store just closed. Oh, we just ran out of that food. You know what? You know, can I have the guacamole? Oh, we just served our last bowl of guacamole. You just missed it. You know that thing. You know when you it up and you struggle and you're crying and you and you keep just missing it. You know, and it's disappointing it's and it's terrible. But when it's, girl, you just in time. Just right. you just got here. You like right. yeah. We got one seat left. Yeah, right. you know like. Thank you, <laughs> yes. it's working, you got yes. your mojo working, you know, yes. and all yes. of your life can work like that, so now you're becoming, you, you start to go in ease and grace, and you don't, you're not threatening, and fret, always trying to catch up, you're running behind, you didn't do that, you gotta do that, and you feel like, when can you just, woo star you know, mm-hmm. 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 because if you notice, nature's not stressed out. You know the bird. The birds, they're not. You know they they don't eat so much that they can't fly. You never seen a bird so heavy that you want to take off, but they just too, ate too much. No, birds out of here. Okay. Right. <laughs> All of nature is like, look at the flower behind you. It's like I am a flower. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna blossom when I feel. You say, hurry up and Brilliant. blossom. I'm, I'm not gonna hurry up and blossom. I'm gonna blossom <laughs> when I feel like it. When it's exactly. My time. Exactly. Exactly. And you can't it's like hurry up. Hurry, 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 hurry. <laughs> You know, it flow, flowing. We're women. You know, we need to put on our flow, our wardrobe. It's a war out there. So put on your your, your jewelry and your your perfumes. You know, I put a little dab of that rose oil on your nose. So you're smelling sweet roses all day. Even if you're at the office, you're like, there goes that rose again. You're like, there goes that rose again. You know, the little things. It Mm -hmm. just means that as women, we have to, we are the flowers of the universe. Like that flower behind you. Mm -hmm. And we have to love on ourselves. There's so many ways to love on ourselves. You know, put your blue lipstick or your red lipstick on. Put on your gold crown. Get your Mm -hmm. earring. You know, Mm -hmm. put your beauty bath. You know, Mm -hmm. take a walk. Do your exercise. Go on your fast. Put your music on. Burn your incense. Do Mm -hmm. the things that make you feel beautiful. Because when you feel beautiful and you feel happy, then how can I serve the world? Ashe, Ashe. What do you need? It's 3 o'clock in the morning. It feels mm-hmm. like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because I'm taking care of the queen. Well, you I'm know. a happy queen. Queen Esther, we got to talk about this, this
0: thing, because, you know, I, I am uh, in a state of shock and awe, because me, at 3 a.m., I cannot function, I cannot speak, I don't know who I am, I don't know where I am, I don't know why I am, you understand what I'm saying, so for me, um, I am looking at you, and I'm saying, you know, this is, this is, this is Queen Esther, this is my elder, and it is 3 a.m. where she is, and, I, I'm getting all of this radiance at this hour of the morning, night, whatever we would like to classify it. And I want to understand um, how does that, how does that work? How does this, what are you drinking? What, what, from what cuppeth does thou drinkest from? <laughs> That's so beautiful. Peace and greetings, magical woman. This is a commercial. I just want to invite you to something that I've created that you are absolutely going to love have just now launched the Soft Life Incubator program. The Soft Life Incubator program is a three month long incubator that's gonna help you to gain clarity and improve your femininity, to understand what soft life means to you and build it for yourself. You'll walk away with an entire album of your new life, mind, body, and soul. If you felt like parts of your feminine have been hidden and tucked away, This is your opportunity to completely unleash the feminine within. You'll learn how to improve that feminine element in your life, how to see the true side of your divine feminine that you may have hidden for a very long time. You'll get clear on how to nurture yourself, improve your physical appearance with our beauty challenges. You will also even revamp your self-care. This program is going to teach you how to find yourself in relationship with the sensual, and sexual sides of you that have been suppressed for years. When you graduate from the Soft Life Incubator, you'll know how to operate in your power. Because femininity isn't all about being soft. It's truly about being powerful. It's time to demystify the true source of your feminine nature. If you're serious about joining the Soft Life Incubator, visit the website freethefeminine.com. Time is of the essence and our next workshop is April the 30th. Class begins in May. Join the soft life incubator now and ignite the magic that lies dormant within.
1: That's so beautiful, my beloved. But I will tell you honestly, I don't have a lot of set rituals. I move by the day by the spirit. I don't Mm. want to be like, oh, I didn't take my juice at four, so I'm not going to function. No, if I have it at four, I might have it at three. I don't get caught up in, I don't get caught up on big people, places, or things. Because when things change, then you're out of order. No, Uh, I'm in the order of now. It's called the living presence of now, right now. And the reason why I'll function well at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., because it's celestial, it's moon time you know in the daylight the phone is ringing people are knocking at the door you have to handle things. everything is busy but in the celestial hours two in the morning three i have time to write a poem my phone you know i have time to be with myself i want to take a warm bath i have time and the world is not pulling at me because it's celestial times now interestingly enough in ghana it's three or four o'clock in the morning but in new york it may be seven o'clock in the evening, mm-hmm. you know, like seven o'clock, and then it's eleven o'clock. So mm-hmm. I might be starting a class at eleven p.m. and mm-hmm. it's only seven p.m. there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So if I'm going, if I'm dealing with global, if you're mm-hmm. in uh, London, if I'm in Dubai, they're four hours. So when you're dealing with the globe, we're at different times all over the globe. Mm-hmm. You understand? What I'm, so I can't be like I'm on New York time. No, I'm on Ghana time, but I got to connect with people in New York or in Atlanta. So. Mm-hmm. I can just be thankful for all the hours of the day and all the hours of the night.
0: Give mm-hmm. thanks.
1: I just give thanks. Yes. Can you the
0: thing? I'm seeing yes. the the we what, what we are seeing for those who are listening to the podcast, this um video is available on YouTube so you can actually watch us and see us um, and get a taste of, of Queen Esther, the queen who is in the building right now. Um, mm-hmm what we are seeing in real life and real time is the embodiment of feminine flow. That is what we are seeing, because this is what flow looks like. Um, the opposite of that is when things have to be planned. I only have 30 minutes, you know, at 2.30 p.m. And it, outside of that, I can't, you know, I, I have to show you have to be here by 5.15. Otherwise, we cannot, you know, squeeze like that. That concept is something that um, many are more familiar with. There, There is a... Um, I think that there is a fear and that's what I want to just bring up to you and um, see what what you would have to say about that. But I think there is a fear of submitting to nature because uh, according to what we have learned based on man's systems, there's security in knowing what time things are, the order of things, how it's going to be arranged, how it's going to be delivered. There's there's a um, dependency that people have around that structure. Right, that structure, mm-hmm. no matter how forced it is, mm-hmm. I know. You know, it's the, the sense of control, the sense of knowing this is how it's going to look. This is where it's going to go.
1: This is what time we need to be there. And this is what time we are finished. You know, <laughs> this is how. The control side, the, fi- the fixed factor. You yes. know, we're well, living in Africa. It's like I'm sitting here with you now, and it could happen that the lights go off. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, the lights went off. Okay. Yeah, right. so, where, like, so, where's my candle? Keep, mm-hmm, but imagine mm-hmm. in America if the lights went off, everybody would be like scrambling. Yes, scrambling. Yes. So if the lights go out, we know that nature's still there. We're still, we're still, the stars are still out. I mean, the world is still functioning. So we yes. don't put all, we don't put all of our our, our hope in man made stuff because sometimes that stuff fails. Yes, and when, <laughs> and when and when it does, it's like a catastrophe. So okay. you know, in order to get my foundation, I decided to build my foundation on the truth of what the breath of life. Mm. Okay. okay and let me tell you this I didn't get the breath of life from my congressman mm-hmm. I didn't get the breath of life from my bank account mm-hmm. I didn't get the breath of life from my government mm-hmm. I got the breath of life from the divine I mean whatever you okay. want to call it it just doesn't come out of a shoebox it's yes. divine it's it's, it, it's, it's magnificent it's, it's unique you can't describe it where do we get life so if I got life from the divine what else is really important I'm like really that's if it I, come on now, you know, so that's first and foremost, where did I get my life, and look at all these life forms, we're all different, I mean, the divine is just so unique, it's like, man tries to outdo nature, but can you really, because, can you make a sun for me, can you make a moon, can you make Jupiter, can you make an alligator, come on, make a mountain, come on, make a crayfish, you can't do that, so even though I work in, I can live in this society, But society cannot really produce what what the creation can create. Look at her. So I just put things in perspective. Yeah, it's good to have you get your job and make your money and pay your car insurance. I get it. But that's not ruling my life. That's not where I get my life. You put things in perspective. Asha. Asha. And you really have to give thanks for your life because then, I mean, it's just like if you had a child and you... uh, carried your child for 10 months. They said it's nine months, but it's 28 days to a lunar month. So it's actually 10 months to carry life. Tell them, tell that, them. Get all, yes. get all that math cleared mm-hmm. up. Get the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. So if you carry life for 10 months, if that's already a lot of shifting and changing as a woman, you might know about that. Then mm-hmm. after 10 months, then you birth the life. Whoa, good luck. Okay, hold on. Every woman is different, but it's not, <laughs> I mean, it's not a party. You're not, you're not, you're, hey, 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 hey. By the grace of the most high, that life comes forward. And you're like, okay, now the light is here. Oh, wait a minute. Now your breasts are oozing. Okay, and I got to get this breast milk thing going. Oh, oh right. ouch, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> got to get that, that working. Finally get that working. And after a month or two, you finally get a rhythm with the baby. Okay, two months in. Okay, what about two years in? Baby still needs new shoes. you still got a- five years in. Ten years. So now the baby's 25 years. All right, mom, talk to the hand. Excuse me. Do you remember? I know you don't remember when I carried you for 10 months, rest said you for two years, carried so, <laughs> so, so now with this grown-up being doesn't still say, Mom, I want to thank you so much, mother. I love you, mom. If you don't want to remember what mom did, it's like a disrespect. I shouldn't have to remind you that I'm the mother that mm-hmm. I gave I would give my life for you. Mm-hmm. So if you're all I'm at the computer, mom, I'm at the job, I have to look at my IRS, I have to look at my I'm like, hello. Can you give me a phone call? Could you say something? Can I, can I get a hug? Can I get a hug? <laughs> <It's> really important. <laughs> can I get a hug? Yes. So it's yeah. like when you're so busy, off now, running around behind whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you forget you forget where you came from. Mm-hmm. You kind you know what's going to happen is you're kind of going to miss your blessings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. a mother can bless. A mother can bless her children. She can say mm-hmm. that child right there. I bless that child. That mm-hmm. child is so. She's harmonious. She's so respectful. She helps me when she can. She loves on me. She never forgets my birthday. She sends me flowers on Mother's Day or just because. I know my children love me. What will a mother do? I bless those children. I bless yes. them. Yes. Yes. I bless your life. I bless yes. your life, my beloved. You yes. understand? But you're going to disconnect the mother. I haven't seen you in three months. Now I'm a problem. Right. Hey, 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 hey. Right. And you want the blessing right. from the mother? That's the Western. That's the Western way.
0: That but is you're the
1: problem. But we forgot where we where it came from. Exactly. So it's, it's important. You know, as elders, you just don't you just don't want to run over your elders, the people that were there before you. Mm-hmm. This is part of African culture dealing. What are who are ancestors? Mm-hmm. It's your great grandmother. Okay, because if it yes. wasn't for your great grandmother and your great grandmother, your mom and your daddy would have never met. Hello. You know, Hello. It's, it's a little Let's bit take it back. Yeah. Let's take it back. Divine right. order. Okay. Divine.
0: Enjoying this episode of Rise of the Divine Feminine podcast. Fabulous. Let's take this spiritual journey even further. There's a program that I created for you. It's called the Soft Life Incubator. What is the Soft Life Incubator? Well, it's an eight-week program that's designed to help you create the life that you consider to be soft. Having a soft life is not about what you see on Instagram or Pinterest or TikTok. It's not about buying a Fendi bag, buying a Gucci purse, and spending $1,000 for Louis Vuittons. Having a soft life is about curating a life that is in alignment with your values. You can check out my presentation on YouTube about having a soft life, or you can check the link in the description to learn more. I created this program for you, modern woman go ahead and check it out now. Peace. And Queen Esther, thank you for, for breaking down these dynamics. Cause I know that even for the men, there are men who listen to my podcast and even for the men who listen to my podcast, this is a uh, very poignant reminder of, you know, the significance of mother. <laughs> we can't, <laughs> we can't, um, you know, continue to play into the the dynamic and the, the, theorism of this man, 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 this father, son, Holy ghost type of structure, because it's been destructive. It's really been destructive. It's, it's caused havoc. It's caused chaos, especially in the minds, the spirits, the hearts of the indigenous people, the indigenous woman, the indigenous man. Um, and so I know this is helpful for many, 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 uh, people who are listening right now. And, um, you said so many wonderful things, you know, about just coming back to source and be, how being in Africa has impacted that flow, has impacted that ability to surrender to mm. nature, to all things natural. It's just natural. OK, we're, we're not GMO in it. We're not going to put ad, ad, adhesives and, you know, all these different chemicals in it. Let's just let's just keep it what it is. Um, You know, and me living in East Africa, you're in West Africa. I'm in East Africa. They'll probably be able to hear the the chicken crowing outside of my house in in just a moment because it's early where I am too. All of these things are things that have deeply helped the soul to heal, okay, have helped the soul to heal and the soul to remember because the soul has always known, right? Um, But there is one thing that you brought up about, you you were speaking about elders and, um, you know, I had already wrote this question down uh, because there is a dynamic that, that I have learned in Africa about eldership, you know, in living this this African lifestyle and, and the roles of elders here, that does not mirror what I have seen in the Western culture and in, in the Western society. And um you know this is the podcast for the modern woman so the modern woman has to know uh you know just just how things are set up and how those things are impacting her um and to continuously think about these things and explore these topics but one of the, the things that i have observed is more or less a resistance to elders in the west and not just because of um the lack of knowledge of of what elders represent but because of the way that elders are those older than us are presenting themselves in this modern time. There are uh, many instances that that I hear about um, older people when confronted, you know, with childhood traumas or just things that have happened in the past. There's a resistance. You know, towards wanting to amend or wanting to to discuss past hurts. You know, if there's a mother and a daughter, you know, when when it's the conversation around what what didn't happen in childhood, there's that's over with. We don't want to. I don't want to talk about that. Let that go. Um, okay. There just seems to be a dynamic of a, a, a real resistance, maybe. Um, from from that element as a whole you know things like trauma things like counseling things like therapy like those things that they don't really get the the open arms from mm-hmm. our elders per se and so i'm i'm just wondering um even for the person right now who is of age you know who is maybe you know in the 60 year old bracket in the late 50 year old bracket and pushing into that what what would you say they need to know about walking into a role as an elder, where you are ready to submit to your wisdom, ready to lead in this capacity and walking into the role as an elder. What would you What would you say? How would you speak
1: on that? Well, you know, that's a very good question for me. I'm an elder, but I'm a youth at the same time. Mm-hmm. I must tell you, elder is a state of consciousness. When, when you get to a certain age, you have gone through more things, you have more experience, and it's really something to take to be proud about. It's an honor. You know, but in the Western concept, because time, uh-huh, you see time is money. So you don't really have time for elders. We don't really have time to talk. We don't really have time to live. We don't really have time to help. We don't really have time to be lovers. We have time to have sex. We don't have to have to be in love. When you're living in a system that's moving so fast, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no time to live. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the elders are like, well, now that you're older, you really can't do stuff. So you really need to help with them. Let's just put you, you can just go to the old folks home and just be over there because you're, you're coming more like an impediment where in mm-hmm. African society, your elders are the ones who have, have been through it or would become to be are your mentors, mm-hmm. and they're and they're taken care of in the society. And they are part of the society. It's a family society. Whereas in the West, it's, it's very compartmentalized. You know, it's you and you and yourself, your neighbors over there, that's over there. It's a whole different structure and strategy, you know, being in Africa and being in the West. But the truth is just the truth. You understand? And when people Go through things, and they come to a certain level of experience and knowledge, and they become older. Now, what do they need more than ever? They need more love. They can't. They don't run as fast as they. They can't carry as many packages. They can't do as much. So now is not the time to discard them, because remember, when we were babies, we had to be taken care of. And everyone, anyone that doesn't want to take care of an elder, remember, at some point, you also will become an elder if you are graced to become an elder. That's it. Everybody is not thinking to become an elder, but you would pray that when you become an elder, that people won't just discard you, but they will care for you and make That's things right. easier for you and, and, and give you gifts and help to make your burden lighter. That would be the kinder thing to do, because if someone has gone through all their life taking care of children, taking care of grandchildren, and now they're tired, now they want to rest. And now the society has them in Walmart being a Walmart greeter, trying to make a couple extra dollars in your mm. 72. My God, we're, mm. what? We're going to work some more? They're, mm. they're tired. And you want to put in six hours? You want to relax. You've done your job already. You've done your work. You've raised your children, your grandchildren, the community, the church. You've given at the office. So when do you sit back and have a cup of lemonade? Wait right. The- right. When? And then be, and, and you're okay to do that. It's not like, why are you sitting down? And, 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 and people say, sit down, mom, relax. You're fine. Now is the time for your children to say, I'm going to give you a trip. You always wanted to go to the Bahamas. Let's give you a trip. Let's give you a cruise. When do you get your, your flowers? At the funeral? Forget mm-hmm. about it. Never. It's after the fact. <laughs> you understand? But in the wisdom of it, you have to give that to yourself. As an elder, you need to stay in shape. I don't care what, I don't care how old you are. You need to stay fit. Okay, as an elder, you need to stay healthy because you can be sick and ill at 35 years old. You can be totally out of shape at 22 years old and you could be in total shape at 80. So we don't have to go by the number game. How are you taking care of yourself? Are you drinking enough water? Are you taking your vitamins? Are you walking? Are you having loving relationships, being around people that love and support you and the people that are putting you down? you know. You understand what I'm saying? How are you loving yourself? Because the world will love you according to how you loving yourself. You know what age you are. Ashe. Ashe. You understand, Ashe. Ashe. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because you know elder they said I'm an elder. I'm like I'm an elder Did y'all want to go jogging? Let's go. Y'all want to get this African dance? y'all want to get this African dance on? What y'all want to do here? Yeah. What? Well, I mean, what? How, how are we going to, how are we going to roll with this? You know, because when I was, when I was a teenager and I saw the elders, I was like, wow, they sit at their feet. They're so wise. We learn so much, but many of them can hardly walk. Yeah. They're wise, but they're like, uh, they, you know, either they're overweight, underweight, struggling, they got the chain, but they're so wise. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm so I said, now if I could get that wisdom while I'm still youthful, mm-hmm. now that's the ideal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have a youthful body but get the wisdom. So at a very young age, I looked to get the wisdom. Um, right. I, took, I took my first trip to Africa when I was 19 years old. Wow. 19, I came to Africa for the first time. And when I got here, I was like, this is not a six-week trip. I need some more time here. I so at 20, that. I went to the University of Lagoon in Ghana so that I could have my residency and I could wow. live in Africa. Wow, So I was living in Africa at 21 years old. Oh, wow. Because I wanted to, my body to, is, is jumping at that <laughs> life. Be <laughs> you know, because I wanted to get wise while I was young. Yes. You know, and then yes. after meeting up with Queen of Four and learning about the detoxing and the cleansing and the healing, I'm like, whoa! That just made me more youthful. Exactly. So now, you know, pushing to seventy, I mean, I feel I feel good. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. I, I, yes. I feel like an elder, but youthful at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I give thanks. I give thanks.
0: And I give thanks for you, Queen Esther. I think that, um, you know, many of us, you know, uh, who have walked on to this spiritual path kind of stumbled we kind of stumbled into the path, you know, we kind of were flung in many ways by our own ancestral forces onto this path, you know, not really knowing what, what we were embarking in or why or how or where the answers were going to come from, but really being forced to trust our intuition, to trust our inner voice, to listen to what was coming from inside as our guiding light. And it's not always easy because there's a lot of frequency that, that tries to interfere with that outside. That that stuff from the outside. And so I give thanks because even on this path, it is so refreshing to have guides, to have real elders. You are now listening to Rise of the Divine Feminine podcast brought to you by freethefeminine dot com ooh, we, oui. Queen. Esther Sar is nothing but truth and nuggets of wisdom, okay. did y'all hear what she said in this particular episode? like grab everyone, grab your husband grab grab your son, grab your daughters, grab your mama, grab everyone send every and, and if there's someone that you love. They should have this particular episode. This is an episode to share. This is one for the books. While listening to this episode today, even my husband was like, oh my gosh, she is spitting fire, okay? And it's good. It's so great. It's it's amazing to have an elder on this podcast. She's our first elder, okay? Give it up for Queen Esther because she is our first Elder on this podcast. She's the first person who's agreed to come and show up and drop these nuggets and drop it like it's hot, drop it from her heart, and drop it with love. So, this is just part two. Again, if you want to see everything throughout, you can always go over to YouTube and you can always visit her website, Healing by the Light of the Moon. Not only does she have this fabulous website with full moon forms every single month, but she actually has a full moon program that is coming up, a moon program that's coming up to teach you about the phases of the moon. Have you ever felt like you were a little obsessed with the moon or you ever felt like, okay, I have a connection with the moon. I don't understand it. I want to know more. Queen Esther is your girl. She's going to help you understand what that cosmic connection is all about. And she has a class coming up soon. So head over to her website. The website is in the description of this podcast episode and check it out. All right. So I'll see you for part three peace